Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and in the studio with me today I have Dr. Adam Kayot. Nice to have you on the show. Pleasure. And in person, not yeah, on the right. phone. Yeah, right. It's fine. <laughs> Going to talk a little bit about uh, routine wellness recommendations. Uh, start off with, of course, what, an exam once a year? Yeah, a good idea to have a full physical exam once a year. Um, typically, in my physical exams, I you know, obviously listen to their heart, check their eyes, I check their teeth, um, listen to their lungs, look at their feet, you know, make sure their hooves look all right. Is there any, any abnormalities with the hooves? Are they growing normally? Obviously take their temperature. Um, just give them a, you know, an overall, you know, once over. And um, you can pick up a lot by just putting your hands on the horse and, um, you know, seeing if there's any abnormalities, and uh, certainly you can, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do anything at that time, um, but you can certainly make note, and you know, maybe he's got a bump here that you can put in the medical, you know, notes that, um, and you can kind of monitor things over time. It's always good to have, um, have it once a year, um, physical exams. So uh, with that, um, Vaccines come once a year, to, uh, well, twice a year down here, typically, uh, um, because of our climate. We don't have the, the cold. <laughs> we don't have kill. a winter. No, we don't <laughs> have a winter, and even though it does get cold and the mosquitoes don't always go away. And so it's always, uh, we recommend vaccines twice a year. So um, most of the time I'm le at least looking at the horse twice a year. Um, uh, certainly there are some clients that are, uh, you know, snowbirds that go back up north and then I might not see those, um, those until horses the following off season. until the following season. But um, so at least I'm putting my eyes on the horse twice a year, um, but I'm not necessarily doing a full physical twice a year. I'll do that generally just once a just year. Once. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good time for the client to talk to you and have, you know, uh, discuss any concerns that they might be having or any change in the horse. He might be losing weight, he's getting fat, he's, you know, he's doing this when I'm riding. Just gives a, a good method of communication between between the veterinarian and the horse. And like and you owner. said, if there is a lump or something, you've got that written down, mm -hmm. you know what size yeah, it was. You can kind of say, then this thing getting coming bigger back to see or, it again, you know, you know if it, there's what, a, what changes, yeah. Like exactly. changes in the horse, that makes sense. Now, as far as vaccines go, I'm sure that varies depending on whether the horse is showing, competing, traveling, mm -hmm. or just staying at home. Mm -hmm. What do you recommend for just a let's say, um, trail riding pasture horse. Okay, for your basic pleasure horse, um, I recommend um, your encephalitis shots. So that's very east, important. One east, here. Yeah, <laughs> Eastern encephalitis, Western encephalitis, and West Nile. Tetanus comes with those as well. Um, and um, so, and then rabies. Um, certainly in Marion County, we always not, we don't have cases of horse rabies, though it has happened, um, but we generally always have several cases or at least one case of rabies found in a raccoon, a possum, bats carry rabies, you know, any mammal can carry rabies, so, and it does happen. And a horse on ra with rabies is an awful sight, not yes. only 
Not only is it a bad thing for the horse, but it's obviously very dangerous for the owners as well or any people that might would come in. So, and rabies is really inexpensive. Um, we charge less than $20 for a vaccine and it's just and you just have to do that once a year it is different than you know people ask me uh, the dog and cat things can last um, three you know, to a couple five, years right, right. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have that same recommendation in horses um, the horse horse recommendation is once a year um, but still I mean it's uh, as far as horse things go under 20 bucks is pretty cheap yes, you know, expense of your horse so <laughs> so my minimum recommendations are Eastern, Western tetanus, West Nile, and rabies. Now, flu rhino is the other thing. So um, obviously flu and then the herpes virus, which is rhino, pneumonitis. Um, I also do recommend that, but if your horse is not being exposed to other horses and basically is in a closed herd and just staying at home, that's not terribly important, but certainly if you get, if you're out on the Santos Trail and you're with other horses around, that would be something that you could add. Several years ago, we had the big yes. you know, herpes outbreak at the horse show and there's been herpes outbreaks at racetracks and this sort of thing. And it can be devastating, right. you know? <laughs> and you know, it, it's, it's always interesting because, you know, well, I've never had a West Nile case. I never heard of one, you know, people talk about this. Well, you know, is it really that important? And I tell people, it's never a problem until it's a problem, right? It's never a problem right. until it's a problem. And and that's why we do these vaccines, right? We don't want it to be a problem because when your horse gets West Nile, they might die. If they get Eastern encephalitis, they will die. Right. They get herpes virus, they could die. I mean, right. these things are bad things. They are. And yes. you know, an ounce of prevention goes a long way. Doesn't matter if you've never seen the case, you don't want that to happen. I mean, I treated a West Nile case um, at the, the fall of last year, late summer, early fall, you know, and hadn't been vaccinated and the horse ended up being okay. Most of the time they are, but you know, she ended up spending several hundred dollars to treat this horse when she could have spent, you know, 50. Right, exactly. And, you know, and not had to worry about not it. Not had really. to be concerned. So, yeah. Um, and, e and even if they get it and vaccinated, it can be a much less severe. That's case. right. That's right. You know, vaccines, that's a good point. Vaccines don't prevent things 100%. So they can still get the disease, but a lot of times they're able to fight a lot severe. less severe. A lot less severe. And, you know, honestly, many times they don't get it if they're vaccinated. Um, so. Uh, so definitely worth having those definitely bases. Definitely worth covered. having those bases. And then um, you would add strangles if you were. Strangles is kind of one of those things. Yeah, it, it certainly if you're exposed to a lot of horses, there's a lot of travel involved. Strangles would be um, on that list as well. Um, if uh, if your excuse me, if your barn comes down with a strangles case, vaccinate in the in the in the face of you know contamination so really? um yeah uh so if, if if a horse in the barn comes down with strangles then i would vaccinate everybody else in the barn um, um but if you're if your horse is traveling a lot and they're under a stressful kind of thing certainly strangles would be um prudent and then of course um swamp fever test coggins test, yes as it's known yep. annually yeah coggins tests are generally uh 
basically required for travel anywhere, anywhere. in the state. If you leave your farm, you're supposed to have a valid Coggins test. They can even have make you have a, meaning the Department of Agriculture can make you have a Coggins test even if your horses don't leave the farm and they can inspect for them. I actually had a client get a letter on their door, on their mailbox or their gate, Department of Agriculture, we're gonna come inspect, you know, really? for Coggins. So it does happen. It's wow. the one time in 18, you know, I was, and you know, and people are like, well, I never take my horse off the, off my farm, do I need it? And I still say, well, probably not, but, but you know you're supposed to you're supposed to <laughs> yeah and you know you could conceivably get a knock on the door saying you know obviously if you're a small she's a little bit bigger operation but she's not like a huge farm which is very interesting to me and yeah and um they they just um put the letter on her door or you know on on her gate and she got it and so we obviously got coggins for everybody and they did come back but you know they give you time to do it it's not like oh you know let me see all your Coggins. They, they typically don't do it like no, that. Right. But, but it can happen. Yeah, so, but if you do want to go trail riding and you, you want to go trail riding, uh, slip, slip past you, you know, even, even the places like the beach and you want to take oh, the horse yeah. to the beach, they, oh, yeah. they're going to check and make oh, yeah. sure you showed Absolutely. up with the Coggins. Absolutely. And, so. you know, and most, you know, obviously you need it to go across state lines for your health certificate and most, um, most show venues. Um, require it. So, yes, they yeah. do, indeed. Uh, one more question on this segment. Do you recommend fecal testing when you do your annual exam? Yes, we're going towards fecal testing uh, more than just blindly worming or mm -hmm. deworming um, because we're starting to see resistance to the, you know, to the dewormers. dewormers. Right. And um, if you don't need to deworm, then don't. It's very difficult. It's really, it's really hard because Fecal testing is more expensive than buying the wormer, which is $9, and I haven't never had a problem, and you know, the horse <laughs> looks fine. But we're trying to get people to go that way. And you know, people, the clients are generally, have been very receptive to doing that, and I'm it's very- It's better for the horse. It's better for the horse. You don't have to put the wormer the in it. You don't have to put the chemicals in control, there, and yeah. that sort of stuff. So yes, I do recommend uh, doing fecals in the face of just blindly. I think warming. everybody is going in that direction for yeah. the good of the horse, so yeah. very good. Wonderful. Thank yep. you, Dr. Kayot. We are at the end of this segment. Um, we've got some more segments, though, with, uh, with Dr. Kayot coming up in the next few weeks. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We have more for you. We'll be right back in a few minutes.